In this bulletin, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu says the eradication of Hamas remains the top priority for his forces. Detainees released after last week's High Court ruling remain under police supervision. And in football, Socceroos set for tomorrow night's first World Cup qualifier against Bangladesh. A new traineeship program between the Perth Zoo and an Aboriginal college has achieved a major milestone with its first students about to graduate with a conservation qualification. Over the past year, seven students from the Clontarf Aboriginal College have worked alongside animal carers, education officers and horticulturalists at the zoo. Two of the students are on track to graduate this year with a Certificate 2 in Conservation and Ecosystems Management, while the remaining five will continue working at the zoo and are expected to graduate at the end of next year. One student, Ezra Fejo, says the work has helped offer new opportunities and connection to country. I wanted to work back home on, on the land and um, when I heard that um, there's, the zoo was opening up to a, that Cert 2 in Conservation, I thought, oh, that'd be, that'd be perfect, you know, I thought I'll try something new as well. And um, definitely come to the zoo, I feel, feel very at home. Benjamin Netanyahu has said that defeating Hamas and ensuring the safe return of hostages remains Israel's top priority. He says the next priority after that is making sure something similar to Hamas does not return. There has been ongoing concern in the region and the international community about the potential for wider and more intensive hostilities with regular skirmishes between Hezbollah and Israeli forces on the Lebanon border. But the Israeli Prime Minister says he has instructed the Defence Force in the north to prepare for any scenario. Our goal is, first of all, a complete victory over Hamas in the south and the return of our hostages. Second, of course, is to ensure that after the war, Hamas does not return. Something similar to Hamas does not return. We will ensure that as well. Third and no less important is to take care of the northern sector. In the northern sector at the moment, there are heavy exchanges of strikes. We are striking Hezbollah, but my instruction to the IDF is to prepare for any scenario. I do not recommend Hezbollah trying the state of Israel. That would be the mistake of their lives. A police operation has been launched following last week's High Court decision on indefinite immigration detention. The government says authorities are monitoring the whereabouts of a number of released detainees who are convicted criminals, including three murderers and a number of sex offenders. Home Affairs Minister Claire O'Neill says the government has released them under strict visa conditions and knows exactly where they are. Minister for Aged Care and Sport Annika Wells has told Channel 9 that the government had no other choice but to release the detainees into the community. At the end of the day, this is the separation of powers and their separation of powers is there for different jurisdictions to keep checks on each other. And whilst we argued forcibly against this decision by the High Court and some of the details that you're talking about formed part of our submissions as to why these people should not be released, we have to abide by the decision. The proportion of Australians who have a strong sense of belonging has reached a new low. The 2023 Scanlon Foundation's assessment of social cohesion reveals that only 48% of people in Australia feel they are part of a community this year, compared to the 52% in 2020. 
The report has also revealed that financial and cost of living pressures are affecting more Australians, with 48% citing economic issues as the most pressing issue, followed by 14% who are concerned about housing affordability. Chief Executive of Multicultural Australia, Christine Cusley, believes that navigating through the pressures faced in the wake of COVID-19 pandemic has influenced the public's perception of a cohesive Australia. So what we really need to do as a country, I think, is work on building that resilience, work on those um, strengths that we all need to have in terms of being able to reach out, connect, communicate with each other, learn how to straddle differences and learn how to come together with our different histories and stories and experiences. There's a real piece here for us, actually, and an opportunity for us to create true belonging in Australia. Medical experts are urging people to use face masks to avoid the spread of COVID-19 as a new wave of the virus moves through the community. The University of New South Wales says case numbers and indicators of severe disease began to emerge in Victoria in August, while in Queensland the number of COVID-19 hospitalisations has gone up sharply during the last few weeks, even as immunisations have been on the decline. Infectious diseases physician Dr Paul Griffin has told Channel 7 that people should make regular use of masks, especially in confined areas. Well, I think it's something we should strongly consider. I mean, I think it's clear we don't need rules and mandates around masks at the moment, but we should really be encouraging and um, facilitating mask wearing as much as possible, particularly in high-risk settings and settings exactly like you describe on a plane where you're in really close proximity to people for a long period of time. So absolutely we should use masks more. The third party behind Wednesday's Optus outage that left millions of Australians without phone and internet services for over eight hours has been revealed to be a company from Singapore. Singtel Internet Exchange, also known as Styx, is the unnamed international peering network referred to by Optus in its statement released on Monday regarding the incident. In its statement, Optus says that the outage occurred due to a failure in a routine software update. The failure appears to have occurred from the third-party network. The European Union says their goal to supply Ukraine with 1 million rounds of ammunition by spring 2024 will likely not be reached. German Defence Minister Boris Pistorius says EU members are working together with industry to ramp up production. EU Foreign Affairs Policy Chief Joseph Borrell says that the European defence industry is currently exporting 40% of its products to third countries. He says they are looking at encouraging manufacturers to shift production to what he has called the priority market in Ukraine. Well, it doesn't mean that we already have one million shots ready by March. So maybe we will not have one million by March, but it will depend on how quickly the 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 orders comes to the industry and how quickly the, the industry reacts. Rosemaria. Almost 50 new species of spider have been identified across Australia, half of them in Western Australia. A research project published in the international journal Zootaxa has documented 48 hunting spiders. The decades-long study has been led by Dr Robert Raven. He says less than 3,000 spider species have been identified in Australia, but he is predicting there could be up to 15,000 on the continent, a number that would represent one quarter of the world's spider population. 
And in football, the Socceroos are set to begin their long journey to the 2026 FIFA World Cup tomorrow night against Bangladesh. The game will be held at Amy Park and is set to kick off at 8pm Australian Eastern Standard Time. Australia will also hope to get off on the right foot in their World Cup qualifiers in a group that also features Palestine and Lebanon. Midfielder Jackson Irvine says the team has a great mix of experience and talent. You look at um, the likes of Keanu and Aidan O'Neill have stepped in over recent months and done fantastic jobs. Got a really good blend of these young younger players who are in top form with their clubs and guys who've got really good experience at, at this level. And now for a look at today's weather. Broome, mostly sunny, 33. Perth, partly cloudy, 29. Adelaide, also partly cloudy, 23. Melbourne, much the same, 19. Hobart, also partly cloudy, 19. Aubrey-Wodonga, mostly sunny, 27. Canberra, much the same, 26. Wollongong, cloudy, 23. Sydney, a possible shower, 26. Newcastle, partly cloudy, 28. Brisbane, also partly cloudy and 31. Townsville, sunny, 31. Cairns, mostly sunny, 32. Alice Springs, partly cloudy, 41. Darwin, a shower or two and a possible storm, 33. And the Torres Strait Islands, mostly sunny, 33. And that is NITV Radio News. Join the conversation on radio, online and mobile. You're with NITV Radio. 